Welcome to Glow Girl Credit Podcast. I'm your host, Tasha, lover of all things personal development, investing, personal finance, and of course, credit. My goal for this podcast is to teach you how to live a life of luxury by leveraging credit. Credit is sexy and it does not have to be complicated. Whether your goal is to become an entrepreneur, travel fearlessly, buy a house on the lake, or even that luxury car, invest to build wealth, you should be leveraging credit. And I'm here to help. Now let's get into today's episode. Good credit is sexy. Good credit allows you to purchase that fabulous home, car, clothing, take that vacation, and just do all the things. Feeling good about your financial situation help you feel better about yourself. It just makes you have that internal glow. That is why today I want to talk to you about your money personality. When it comes to establishing great financial health, considering your money personality is really overlooked. We all have our own beliefs and our own emotions about money, and they are shaped by our life experiences, church, our parents, teachers, TV shows, movies, social media, like everyone is telling you how you need to think and feel about money. On my journey to improve my money mindset and my financial health, I came across a book called Happy Money. And in this book, the author went over the seven money personality types. And I want to share with you today because by identifying which type I fell under, it helped me not only improve my relationship with money, but it ultimately helped me improve my credit. So there are seven money personalities. So first, I want to just tell you the seven. And then I want to go over um, just like a pro, well, not really a pro, like a pitfall of each personality and then just give you some money advice if you fall into it. So the first one you have is the compulsive spender. You have the compulsive saver, the compulsive money maker, and those, you know, those hustles, you got to get it, girl, boss chicks. And then you have the indifferent to money, the saver splurger the gambler, and the warrior. So let's go over the saver first. So signs that you are a compulsive saver. If you put away money all the time with no actual gold in mind, you're just saving money to be saving it. You believe that saving money is the only way to feel more secure in your life. You're very cheap. <laughs> your friends call you like, uh, who has the cheapest this, who has the cheapest that, you know, you may be clipping coupons all the time, uh, trying to get the lowest price. Now, nothing's wrong with that. I'm just saying that's just that money personality. So a pitfall of being a compulsive saver is that you are afraid of losing money and that because of that, you'll go your entire life without spending money. You will cut back and skip out on things that you enjoy, hobbies or activities that you enjoy that could bring you happiness and make you feel more purposeful in life because you don't want to spend the money. So here is some advice to you if you feel like you are a compulsive saver. I want you to just start thinking about moderations, um, find a balance in between saving money and doing things that you that you enjoy in life. You know, you're going to have to spend money to do things. So just start spending money wisely, but you don't have to save it all. And then the next one I want to talk about is the compulsive spender. And the compulsive spender is just what it is. You tend to spend money on things that you do not need. 
you see other people on social media. If you, I'm in a group called Brown Girls in Luxury. And when I tell you, I love the group, I love the group. But sometimes I see like posts with a lady say, you know, oh my gosh, everybody was posting this bag. So I just had to go and buy it because someone else had it. So <laughs> that's like kind of compulsive. You just went and bought something um, because someone else have it. But as a compulsive spender, you may have outgoing personality. You may not only shop for yourself, you may shop for other people for for no reasons. And a pitfall of being a compulsive spender is that you may have a lot of debt. You may be putting a lot of things on your credit card or even cleaning out your savings on shopping sprees or making large purchases uh, for family and friends. You may be even trying to hide some of these purchases from your partner or your spouse. So in extreme cases, um, compulsive spenders are at risk of being bankrupt or, you know, foreclosure on their home because they just have that big, you know, YOLO, that YOLO mindset. And my advice to you, if you do feel like you are a compulsive spinner, is to create a plan, create a budget. There's nothing wrong with a budget. Just you have to change your perspective and your mindset around budgeting. Remind yourself that, hey, you know, ask yourself, like, do I need this? And my tip to you would be to sleep on it, right? So after you see a person, you see something you want to buy, wait seven days to think like, okay, do I really want to buy this? And if it's no, don't buy it. And then you have the compulsive money maker. And the compulsive money maker is the person who works all day. You may be at risk for burnout because you believe that earning more money is the uh, secret to happiness. There, you just you just love money, and there's nothing wrong with loving money. As a, a compulsive money maker, you may spend all of your time uh, trying to find ways to make money. And I'm laughing right now because this used to be me. Like I used to spend all day like trying to find ways to make more money, which is nothing wrong with that. But like when you're doing that all day, uh, trying to make money and um, side hustling yourself to death, having four or five, six things to do, you you are not present in your family. You're not present um, in your life, period, because you're always either out making money or thinking about ways to make money. So my advice uh, to you, if you feel like you're a compulsive money maker, is to um, recognize that there's more to life than money. And that's just that, you know, um, spend some time with your family, your friends, go on a nice vacation, treat yourself to a nice self-love date. And then you have the person who's indifferent to money. The signs that you might be indifferent to money is you rarely think about money. And just the idea of creating a, a budget or sitting down looking at your money just makes you nauseous and like, oh my God, why do I have to do this, right? You may feel like money is bad or money is the root of all evil. And that comes back just from your beliefs and your program and how you were programmed to believe about money and a lot of that. I used to have this whole mentality as well as money was bad too. So the crazy thing about all these money personalities is that you may have been each one of these. So you may be a mix of them and then you may have been each one of them along your journey. So as you can see, I used to be indifferent to money and then I was a money maker, like compulsive money maker. So as I'm reading these, you may find that, hey, I'm a little bit of this one. I'm a little bit of that one. And my money advice to someone who may be indifferent to money is just get comfortable with money. Start counting your money. Make it a point to sit down and look at your expenses. 
And if you are feeling like money is evil, just think about all the good things that people do with their money. And ultimately, I might get a little woo-woo on you. <laughs> ultimately, money is just a tool. It's just energy. You know, money, money is just a byproduct. It's just a tool. And a part of me adjusting my money mindset was to realize that money was just a tool. And then um, number five, you have a saver splurger. So with the saver splurger, like I told you, you may be a makeup of both. So you may be a saver and a spender. I kind of feel that's where I'm at right now. So you start out by saving a lot of money and then you get the impulses out of nowhere to just spend your money. <laughs> and uh, when you do have a savings, you might spend on things that you really don't need or you rarely use just because you have the money sitting in your account, right? So my advice to someone who is a saver, splurger, or you save and spend money, put your money away. And before you make your big purchases, like I said before, think about, do you really need it? Is it a part of your vision of what you're trying to do? Give your money a goal, which is ultimately like a budget. And if it's, if you have not assigned that money, a job or task or something, don't do it. Just because it's sitting in there and you done stacked all that money, don't go and spend it on the first thing you see just because you have the money in there, because that will get you into debt. And then number six, you have the gambler. And signs that you are a gambler, those are uh, cross traits between the money maker and the spenders. As a gambler, you gamble your money away sometimes for the purpose of just escaping boredom. It's not unusual for a gambler to seek the thrill of risk. It's not uncommon for the gambler to be really, I would say like, I don't want investing, you know, like investor, like you, you're big on risk. So you put all your money maybe into the stock. You put all your money in Forex and you just, you're a risk taker. So you save up your money and, or you'll make all that money. And then you go and invest it all and gamble it all away. I don't want to say investing is gambling because it's not, but I'm just trying to get a good analogy for you to see what I'm saying. Like they're risk takers. So they're, invest all their money. And then you have number seven, the worrier. And it doesn't matter how much money you have, you constantly worry that you will never have enough money and you may lose it at any moment. And as a worrier, you lack the confidence in your abilities to achieve your financial freedom. So this is the person who have anxiety about money. Like they can't, maybe a hoarder. So you're like a hoarder. So you, you, you save all your money because you don't know like, oh my God, I can't spend my money because I may not have money next year. Or I may not have this job next year. So I have to save this money. So my, my advice to you, if you are a money warrior, money, if you worry about money is to seek positivity around money conversations, work on understanding where your financial worries are coming from, whether uh, that means talking to a therapist or really get into the root cause of your money issues. So those are the seven. And if you want to read this book, it's actually called Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. And it's by, uh, it's a, a little yellow book. It's by Ken Honda. So once I really got to the root cause of my spending habits, it really, it really took me back. I had to really go back to childhood to see where my money mistakes, I would say, was coming from. So for you, it may be different. So you may have grown up in a home where you your family was always tight on money. 
So when you ask for, you know, maybe money for a field trip or uh, or a class activity or something, or maybe you ask for a doll or a shirt or something, and your parents always told you, no, I don't have the money to do it. So as an adult, you know, growing up, you may have said, okay, when I grow up, when I get older, I'm never going to, you know, tell myself, no, I'm going to buy everything I want. And because of that childhood of not having anything, now you just spend, spend, spend all your money. It's kind of like the person who wins the lottery. You know, while a lottery people broke after six months or seven months after winning $100, $200 million, it's because it's just programmed in them um, from childhood. So it could be anything. It could be you, um, your dad was a gambler or your dad was an investor. And he always lost the money. So you said, okay, every time I get money, I'm going to save my money. So my homework for you today is to sit back and write down all your money stories, good or bad. And how is this going to help you with your credit? Well, this is going to help you with your credit a lot. Because if you spend a lot of money and you're in debt, or you don't pay your bills on time because you're spending money in other places and not, or Maybe you have a job and you pay your bills on time and you never know, you may not be saving money. So you may be bringing in the money, but you don't know how to manage money. So get to the root cause of that. Understand what your money personality is. Pick up this book because he has some great stories that you can relate to to help you with your financial health. And ultimately, it will help you with your credit because the two go hand in hand. So, yep, that is going to wrap up today's episode. Message me and let me know what is your money personality. I would love to know. And if you enjoy this episode, please share this episode with a friend who is trying to get her credit together so she can build wealth and live a life of luxury. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.